You're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion. Podcasting is our profession. Check us out at Cineleaks.com. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Second Opinion Podcast. Episode number 251. It's your boy, Celeb, back again with the amazing, the evil, the rambunctious Lord Boats. What's up, bro? How you doing? <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing, bro? I'm good, dog. Welcome yeah. back for another episode. It's always, you know, even though it's not like a long hiatus between episodes, especially recently. I miss the shit out of you. I miss you, bro. <laughs> I miss you so much. You got a lot of stuff going on right now, man. Let me tell you about a lot of stuff, man. I am moving through life, bro. Moving by You're the seat of my pants. Literally, yep. getting a, getting an apartment. Got you know a little part time job. Yep. Uh, my boy got him a new phone. Bitch is bad, bro. This shit is crazy. I don't know what's going on right now. Bolts is just like moving and grooving. What, what so, kind of phone did so, you get? So all you ladies out there. I'm <laughs> moving and grooving. <laughs> um, I got a, a, a Razer 2. And, and just by when I say Razer, the gaming company Razer. Yes. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty fabtabulous phone. I rather much enjoy it. Fabtabulous. It's pretty fabtabulous. What's, uh, what's one feature you really like about it right now? Um... Honestly, you know, it's it's a step up. Everything on this phone is is absolutely great. Well, what did you have before? It was uh, um, it's a, it was a, it was an old busted Samsung Galaxy Halo Two. Yeah, um, I got it from Cricket, um, but I had it for about two 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 three years, and it was just time to upgrade. And don't touch my mic. <laughs> what is wrong with you? You don't touch another man's mic. <laughs> Slap you. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I mean, everything about it's great. The visual is great. It, it's fast moving. I can actually play Legends without without getting fucking pissed because it starts jittering all over the place. Well, you said too, Legends was starting to crash on you, right? Oh yes. Um, on um, yeah, just because they, they, they keep updating and adding a few more a few more stuff here and there. Um, and it was bogged down in my uh, my shit ass phone. Every so. fucking update is like a thousand megabytes. I know it's crazy, and it takes forever. Oh my it god! It doesn't matter it if you're connected so to Wi-Fi. It doesn't matter if you're using four G. It doesn't matter if you're using five G. You're gonna sit there and be like, oh. like I I thought one day I was like, oh, I've got to still be on my wireless connection, and then I looked on there and I was connected to my Wi-Fi. Right there next to the router. I'm like, what the fuck is taking yeah, this thing it's, so long? It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. But uh, outside of that, let's go ahead and move into what have you been drinking and what have you been gaming? My boy Bolts. What you been drinking and what you been gaming, dude? Um, Well, I've been bouncing around because I really don't... I haven't had time to really dive into anything until I can get everything settled and let the dust... Dust f- blow away. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, he stopped himself from saying "fucking." Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> um, so I'm just I'm I'm really not playing anything. I'm playing some golf clash on uh on on this on the phone. Ain't no problem with that. No, you're a uh, golf clash fan. Though. Oh, I love it. I, I enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah. Um, I play a little bit of um. I've been playing a little few games here and there that I've downloaded. Um, I can't. Nothing has really grasped me to dive into even the um even the crackdown you know i'm, I'm trying to get back into that 
Yeah. It's it's, it's lackluster uh, gameplay is starting to starting to starting to get to you. You're starting to wing all, wing me off of it. Yeah. Um, I, I did uh something that I can dive into without, and I can put down whenever I want to. Uh, there's a few things on uh, Mass Effect Andromeda that I need to comp- complete. Okay. So I went and picked that up for ten bucks, so I can get all my my fifteen hundred uh, achievement points on it. Um, and and it's mainly it's mainly some of the uh, the uh, the female writer, Sarah Ryder, that I've got to yeah. complete. So um, I just dive into that, break it off every now and then. Um, but until I can get the dust settled, that's about all I'm doing, man. Okay, all right. Well, uh, you know, drinking wise, I'm drinking some. Blue Moon, Belgian White. Blue Moon. <laughs> Blue Moon. Why do you wonder? I don't know the song. Nobody knows that. Song. <laughs> <laughs> you can act like you know it. You don't but know. You're a damn liar. You don't know. You don't know Jack. that fucking song. <laughs> anyway, so um but yeah, I have uh I've been um I've been doing some gaming. Uh you know, you know me, Bolts. I would hope so. I do too much gaming. Um well, not technically. I mean, I don't do. Let's not say I don't. I don't do too much gaming. But drinking wise, I've been drinking some Blue Moon. Uh, gaming wise, I've been playing uh, a lot of stuff. I've been playing Far Cry New Dawn. Um, also, been playing some uh, Apex Legends. Going back through playing a little bit of Call of Duty, which we're going to get into here in just a bit. Um, and. Uh, also been going back into some Resident Evil 2. I'm probably going to pick the series back up. I totally forgot. It's been so crazy. Uh, Dante Asher is almost here. Who's just that? Waiting. <laughs> like, you've never talked about him before. Um, my son is almost here. We're just kind of waiting. So I totally forgot to save the past highlighted um, live streams of my Resident Evil series on the, the Cinelinks Twitch page. So... They're all gone. <laughs> it sucks. Where to go, Bobo? Really, really sucks. But I'm probably going to start back through because I'm I beat the game, um, and uh, uh, through Leon's story, and I, I think I'm going to go back through and live stream Claire's side. Um, now I did get an Aver Media Game Capture Live Portable too, and uh, what's that? I'm I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Uh, but there's a couple of things that I don't like about it. Um, I don't like the fact that like you have to have pretty high specs on your PC just to stream to Facebook at like 1080p 60 frames. Like you have to have pretty high specs. Right. And I was using my laptop the other day and the only thing I was getting was like 30 frames at 720p. So it's not my internet connection because um, I usually get a, I don't know, I get a pretty good decent streaming uh, through Twitch. So. But um, the recording aspect is awesome. The PC free mode, I'm able to record everything at 1080p, 60 frames. So hopefully you guys will have a little bit better quality of gameplay footage and stuff whenever I upload it on YouTube and whatever, so on and so forth. I, I will say this. Um, as far as my gaming goes, um, I went bowling the other night and my arm is dead. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Well, So bad. That's what happens whenever you don't invite your boy to go bowling with you. I'm sorry. You went to the movies with Jesus. Hey. You could have gone with us, and then we could have all gone bowling. No, because we went bowling into the movie at the same time, bro. Well, you know what? They need to update City of Lights. <laughs> you tell it, dog. <laughs> Our movie theater is so <laughs> bad, bro. to the ground. It is. Um, anyways, but gaming-wise, I've been, I've been playing a lot. I've been playing a lot of gaming. 
Not finishing shit, but playing. No, I have. I've finished. Obviously, you guys know that I finished Metro. Mm. Um, I finished the Leon side of um, Leon. Oh, and like I said earlier, I've been playing Far Cry New Dawn, and I'm actually really enjoying it, man. Like, I'm starting to end up doing what I did with Far Cry Five, though. I'm like, I'm like, fuck the story. I'm just like going around and doing crazy ass shit throughout the world. You find a bear yet? Oh. Uh, dude, have I found a bear? Those fucking <laughs> things suck in this game. They're so horrible. The worst things, just like in Far Cry 5, are the turkeys. Man, them turkeys are killer, bro. Well, these fuckers are like Man. blue, and they're like undefeatable. Oh, it's ridiculous, bro. But there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that I look at, and I'm like, oh, they could have probably done a little bit better on that. You know, not just recopied and paste. But there is really cool aspects, too. I was in the middle. What is the main town that you're in that has the church oh fuck, dude oh my you god you suck man why do you ask me stuff well you know what i'm talking about yes, you know I the do. town you go to and you and the reverend and all yes, them are in the church yes. and joseph seed comes in anyways okay so um i was like going through this town the other day and i stop and i take down this outpost or whatever and i'm just going through i go running off and i stop and turn back around and i realize that's the fucking town like, that's the town from the first game. Right. And, like, it looks completely different. Like, there's all these buildings and everything that were there before that aren't even there anymore. There's, like, the church and this. I just tripped out, dude. I just sat there and looked. I was like, holy shit, man. I holy can't. balls. Dude, it really, like, I didn't expect it to really kind of get me so go get me so excited but i was like damn that is so fucking awesome like they didn't just recopy and paste the same map no like they re-edited the map tenfold yeah so. i was watching um i was actually my son my, my my beautiful son he was um he posted a little bit of live stream of him and it of him playing it the other day and he was running through um I can't remember where the hell it was, but it was it had grown over. It had grown over so much. And I yeah. was like, dude, bro. Yeah. So, so cool, it's, it's actually a really cool aspect yeah. that they put in there. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't really expect it. Um, <laughs> but anyways, it's just a really cool game and, uh, probably will share my thoughts a little bit later, uh, in the next couple of episodes. Um, but I am loving it, and I'm loving the fact that we're doing the podcast, being consistent, and me and your boy Bolts are getting ready for E3 2019. What is that? Um, our coverage will be coming through um, very soon. Bolts posted up an article today talking about um, something that we're going to talk about very soon in the podcast to do with the next Xbox. We're also... Um, we're just pumped, man. You know, I'm pumped that, uh, you know, me and Bolts are going to be able to go and cover this event, not just for a second opinion, but obviously for the the big daddy himself, Centilinks.com. So make sure to check us out over at Centilinks.com for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Great content and great content creators right over at Centilinks. This episode is also brought to you by Real Outreach. Make sure to head on over to realoutreach.com, support Jordan and Matt and the entire crew that's doing this. It's such a great thing. Amazing things going on over there, people. Amazing, amazing things. We got a lot of stuff in the works um, for upcoming um, upcoming charity events. So what Real Outreach does is you go over to realoutreach.com. You can donate anywhere between you know a dollar to a hundred dollars or whatever you can do to help. We go out and uh, we buy tickets and rent out these movie theaters and. 
kids that are either underprivileged in the aspect of you know being in the foster care or kids that are sick don't get a chance to really do some of the stuff that normal kids their age do of like going to the movies and seeing some of these big awesome movies that are out and about. So Real Outreach swoops in, tries to help as much as possible with all the local people that donate and also usually gets a really awesome um, awesome following of people that are helping too. We had Kevin Smith recently donate $500 to the Captain Marvel um, to the Captain Marvel screening uh, and it was just so awesome. And we've seen Disney donate stuff as well. We've had all different types of people help us. And this isn't about us. It's a nonprofit organization. And all we try to do with Real Outreach is help these kids feel like they're in a normal situation, take their mind off of the stress that they're going through every day of either, you know, being in the fosterhood, situ- uh, fosterhood, <laughs> being in the foster home situation that they're in, or being sick, or having other situations go on. Um, we try to help these kids out as much as possible. Make sure to check us out at Centerlinks.com, RealOutreach.com as well. So video games coming soon. Pretty freaking awesome. We got a lot of games coming out. Today is Anthem Day. It's available for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I just threw up in my mouth <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so just real quick, let's talk about that. Let's I not. Mean, no, no, no. We're going to talk about it. Okay. So, Bolts, you read some of the reviews earlier. Um, Anthem is kind of off to a rough start. Uh, a lot of people are saying good mixed things. They're saying the combat's awesome. The world is one of the most beautiful worlds they've seen in like an open type of multiplayer game like this. And then you have other people saying that it feels like destiny when it first launched in the aspect of, you know, being real bland, real, uh, kind of like same old, same old, you know, constantly, dealing with the you know the issues of like you you get done and you can like one guy commented and said you know i was able to get to the final boss really quick mm-hmm. you know within seven hours um, good god so uh you know i take what shits you, uh, longer than that and, and and honestly not in the aspect of like a bioware fan because mm-hmm. we all know you're a bioware fan um what do you think that bioware can do to salvage this and make something great out of it Let's say it like that. Okay, first and foremost, let me tell you this. There's this game that came out last year. No, listen, just listen. I am. Called Mass Effect Andromeda. Okay. Um it, it, it follow it followed in its predecessor steps of the of the original trilogy. And and those are some big feet to fill. Absolutely some big feet to fill. So you take Mass Effect Andromeda, what'd you get from Mass Effect Andromeda? You got Amazing combat and an amazing world to look at. Everything else is pretty much lackluster. What did you get from Anthem? Amazing combat, an amazing world to look at. Everything else is pretty much lackluster. So, as much as I love Bioware and everything that is Bioware because they did produce and make and bring me Mass Effect, something's happening, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. I don't I don't know what it is. Um, like um, I I couldn't get into the Dragon Age. I know a lot of people are really really big into Dragon Age. Yeah. I could not get into it for some whatever reason. I couldn't get into it. Yeah. Um, excuse me. I read I read about some of the story and stuff like that, and the story is really really good. It's just the game itself was what was bothering me. Yeah. Um. So, but other than that, I mean, you you take you took you take the the, the last two games, Anthem. 
and Andromeda, and you look at what they're producing, they're giving you a visual experience, a cinematic um, uh, g- glory, basically, and everything else is just falling short. You know that the, the the good thing about these these next these consoles that we're playing on right now, you can put as little effort as you can into the world and the graphics and everything else, and it's gonna be beautiful. You know uh, that, that that's just that's just the, the hardware that they put in these systems, these consoles. You're gonna get something beautiful, almost guaranteed. You know. Their, their their lack of focus on 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 the finer details of the of the story, of 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 the of the characters of of just the the guts of it. You know the 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 out the outer shell looks great, but the guts of the games have been absolutely disgusting. Yeah, and it's and Bioware's got to figure it out. They've got to figure it out whether it's the next Dragon Age. Or it's the next Mass Effect, or it's 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 updates for Anthem. It's got to be something because they're falling off the fucking cliff, hanging by a thread. I actually agree with you. I, I'm not going to stick on it too long, so we won't just be stuck on this topic. But I I have to agree with you, bro. I think I played Anthem. I played the VIP demo or whatever, and I really loved what I played. But that was a small demo. A lot of stuff. Excuse me. A lot of stuff was cut off, um, so I didn't have access to all that stuff. Um, and the way that I was playing that day, I'm sure that if it was the full game, I probably would have sat there and played all the way through. And then I would have had that sense of disappointment because I said it on one of the last episodes. I said, man, my God, I'm, I'm totally wrong about Anthem or whatever else, but from what the reviews are stating and what some of these other people are stating, me and bolts weren't wrong we had our fears about this game and the aspect of it launching and not having enough content to carry through those first couple of weeks um so uh there you know there's obviously there's problems there's some problems with the game here and there you know um programming problems and you know whatever that's something that's going to happen in this but you also have another side of bioware fans that are really enjoying themselves right now um now, I will say, I've seen people comment and left and right, well, you know, tagging Bioware and something. Hey, I noticed that we can't do this. Why not? I did see Andrea Renee and them and the What's Good Game crew, um, the, the players that they have. You know, they're trying to get everybody to launch off and shoot off at one time and do some mission at the same time. And she said that there was something happening to where they all couldn't go at the same time. They were all ended up getting launched into, like, different areas and whatever. So... You know, you're, you're going to have those problems. But the thing is, is it's like I said before, you know, the, it's like Destiny was hyped, bro. Destiny was pumped up to be the next Halo. Whenever it first was, was getting created, when it was first coming out, everybody was hyped for Destiny. I was not at first, and then I got swept up by the hype train. I was like, fuck, this is going to be awesome. And I got it, played it for about a day to two days, and was totally disappointed. Um, now, mind you, there it's hard, you don't want to constantly compare both of these games. You know what I'm saying, Bolts? Like it's just like comparing the Xbox One and the PS4. Yes, they're both consoles, but they do both of them have their strengths and weaknesses. You know, so whenever it comes down to this game, there are similarities, and it's hard not to point those out. Like you know, launching with the content that it has, players already 
that are big diehard Bioware fans or big diehard Destiny fans that were like, I'm jumping to Anthem. And they're like, fuck, this was almost the same type of game. So like what Boltz was saying, there's something happening. Either the teams are being stretched out too thin with a with a release date set in stone and they're like, hey, get, you know, three years of work done in a year and a half. I will, I will say this. As far as you saying the teams are stretched, as far as Bioware goes... I guarantee you the the exact result of them releasing this game is how bad Mass Effect Andromeda was. Oh, I'm sure. And 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 unfortunately, unfortunately they you know like I said, Andromeda released I think in 2017. Mm-hmm. I say a year ago, it was almost two years ago. Um, and and th- there was a, there was a big hype behind that. I mean, it was a Mass Effect. It's the Mass Effect for crying out loud. It changed a lot of the gaming that you see now. The yeah. whole decision making and the choices. And it just resulting from one game to the second game to the third game to the to the emotional just strain that put it on you. That game series changed games. It, it absolutely did. Yeah. And Mass Effect Andromeda was such a complete fucking failure. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And Bioware had to do something to bring it back to light. And and I'm not and I I don't know how long they've been working on Anthem or whatnot. But two years after Andromeda, this is what the fuck you produce. Get it's, your shit straight, yeah, Bioware. It's, it's upsetting. It's definitely upsetting. So, anyways, we could talk about that a little bit later. So, uh, what else is coming? Uh, we got Trials Rising uh, coming on uh, coming to Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC uh, on the 26th. So much fun and so fucking frustrating. Yeah, it's a very frustrating <laughs> game. It's one of those games that it was almost like designed to be frustrating. It's, it's you know like Dark Souls and shit yeah, like that. Yeah. Except if you're on uh, a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> then you have Dirt Rally 2.0, which is coming out PS4, Xbox One, PC, February 26th. Shout out to my boy DCD. I saw him tweet out earlier about it and say, you know, he feels that he hasn't seen a racing game this beautiful since Forza. So Forza, Forza, Forza. Um, also, March 1st on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, Dead or Alive 6 is coming out. The long-reigning fighting game continues to produce. <laughs> <laughs> continues to produce even when the sales are low. <laughs> See, I can't really... It's hard for me to get into a bunch of these fighting games now. Like, I'm for sure obviously going to get into Mortal Kombat 11. Yes. Um, I'm for sure when they announce another Soul Calibur, I'm going to get into it. Yes. But when you have... Like, I'm going to tell you, bro, in a nice way, I have a really bad thing against Dead or Alive. Okay. Because in the last couple of years, they've got to the point of just being cash cow games. Absolutely. Like, you've seen it, bro. You've seen it on Xbox. You saw it on PlayStation when you had a PlayStation. There's sometimes them store updates come in on Tuesday or Wednesday, and it's like half the fucking store is DLC for these games. And it's yeah. like cloth DLC, new characters, new stages, and all those. And fucking characters are like six ninety nine a piece. Serious third. I mean, damn, bro, that's ridiculous, dude. You're paying fifty nine ninety nine for these games. You shouldn't have to pay that much for that. So <laughs> then you got the big boss, Devil May Cry Five, coming out on Xbox One, PS4, and PC, March eighth. It looks like that'll be something I can play after I get settled in. Man. I'm very excited. Oh, I forgot one thing. Um, Lego, the Lego Movie, the video game comes out on the twenty sixth for. For PS4, Xbox One, PC, and then I think March 22nd it comes out on Switch. You didn't forget it. It's just it's just not listed here. It's just not, you know, bro. Word. I will chunk this computer. At you. No, you won't because you will. will be up shit creek. Whatever. I'm like, I'm like dude, the podcast, dude. The podcast. The PC, dude. 
<laughs> Let's go buy something else. Dara's like, okay, I'm just trying to push a human being out of me. <laughs> she pushes out a computer. You're like, what? She's like, here's your new PC. I'm like, what the fuck is going it's on? It's a MacBook. No. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Um, then we have uh, Division 2, which launches Who? March 15th. Sorry. For PS4, Xbox One, PC. You're like a big multiplayer game hater. So? <laughs> Anyways, and then we got the game of all games. This is my game right here. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Coming out PS4, Xbox One, PC, March 22nd. The Samurai of Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then we got Yoshi's Crafted World coming out to Switch March 29th. Um, and then. Oh, yeah. And now that's... That's moving into April, but there's two games coming out in April that we're pretty excited about. Mortal Kombat 11 it comes has out April begun. 23rd to Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and then we got Days Gone, April 26th for PS4. And also in March, even though it's not listed, I will own a PS4 for this reason. What? And they'll be the show, baby. Are you going to get it? Yeah, like, are you going to get it day one? What, and they'll be the show? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bro, please do it. Because if that's the case, you could download some free games and we could start playing together. Yeah, and then you could get an Xbox and download. I might Never as well mind. not. I might. might as well not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> anyway, so coming. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking ridiculous. Coming up in the gaming news, we got. Is that what this podcast's about? It's all about gaming news. <laughs> um, we got uh, some talks about dreams possibility of Scalebound coming back, Microsoft's big news, and much more right here on the Second Opinion Podcast.
All right, we're back, and uh, hope you enjoyed that music minute. Uh, the music minute is brought to you by No Copyright Sounds. You can go over to No Copyright Sounds on YouTube, find their stuff there. Um, yeah, I was originally planning on not doing a music minute, but you know, Caleb had to go take care of something. We had to do a quick break, so. Let's move down into the top gaming news. Pretty crazy stuff right here. Um, something that a lot of people didn't really expect at this point in time. But the man, the myth, the legend, Reggie, the president of Nintendo of America, has announced that he will be retiring in April. After 15 years uh, with the company and 13 years as the North American president and COO, Reggie will be retiring in April and the entire industry is so sad about this news. Um, coming from somebody that's not like the biggest Nintendo fan, I have to say I'm still really sad about this, man. Reggie always seems like such a cool-ass dude. And I wish, you know, he's he's almost like in, in my point of view, um, he's like Phil Spencer. You know, Phil Spencer is is one of those guys that is... is is not just in a president, you know, thing would be like, hey, you know, there's some cool games here and there. He is a gamer. You know what I'm saying? And he can connect with gamers on such a different level than a lot of these other um, COOs or whatever in these companies do. Because I, I still think that there's a lot of people out there that, that try to act like they're connecting with the gamers and they're just doing that for the for the fuck's sake of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, you know, Bolts, you and me both aren't, like, the biggest Nintendo fans. But, like, the news of him uh, of him retiring is pretty sad, huh? I mean, uh, you know, he's going to – he says he's, he's going to be spending a lot more time with his family, his friends, his wife, you know, after doing this for so long. And it, I'm sure it's a pretty um, – it's a pretty big job. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. as I, You know, he, he's, he's been doing it for 15 years. Um, that's not very long. I mean, if you think about it, I think he's been in gaming for for a bit. Nintendo, he he may have been, but you know, I just you know it's 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 a shame because he was he was a big face of North American Nintendo. Um, he connected a lot with the fans, as you can tell through the E3 and the press and the press conferences and 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 all kinds of shit like that. Um, uh, North American Nintendo. Hopefully, it doesn't take a hit. Uh, whenever this uh, this new guy takes over, um, I, don't, I don't think it will. I, I, I mean, it's Nintendo's Nintendo. It's going to carry itself. But for the you know, but don't don't get shit twisted, people. Reg, Re, Reggie helped carry that through through through, of course, North America and whatnot. So yeah, um, um, good riddance. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> good riddance, you piece of trash. No. Um, good luck to the rest of your your. You're whatever you decide to do with yeah. yourself, Mr. Reggie. Um, you will be missed, my man. Um, now, the new president and COO of the company... The James Bolts. Is, and some of you guys, I'm sure you had already heard about this now, but is somebody uh, who was the VP of sales, um, and then he was uh, promoted to the SVP of sales and marketing um, in 2016. His name is Doug Bowser. Wow. No joke. His last name is actually Bowser. So You know, you know he legally wouldn't get that shit changed, bro. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. He could have. I'm just saying. But that shit is hilarious and awesome. I think it's so cool. You're going to have the president. And like all these people on Twitter, all these Nintendo fans who are like, 
you know, good luck to to the future, Reggie. And we're so happy that you know uh, you, you had such a great time. You get to spend more time with your family. And then all these other people are posting on Twitter. It's like the years or the age of Bowser have come to play. And like you know, they're having all these gifts and pictures of Bowser and stuff. And then yesterday, I think Doug Bowsette was trending on Twitter. On Twitter. So. Um, from what they're saying, even Reggie in this video that was posted by Nintendo, he has a lot of high hopes for Nintendo. He thinks Doug Bowser is a great um, replacement for him. He's somebody that has been uh, in the spotlight for Nintendo for quite some time. He was one of the people at the reveal event of, I think, of the Nintendo Switch, of uh, kind of showing it off for the first time or whatever. He's got these Team Bowser shirts that he's always wearing. It's a, it's a really cool thing. So um, even though it, it is a sad day... Um, to for for the games industry, we can't help but be really excited and happy for Reggie, um, and we just hope the best for you, my my bow, my my bow, my boy, your boo, <laughs> my boo, my boo thing, my boo. I'm gonna miss you. Um. So, anyways, moving on to the next topic. Um, and I kind of want to see what you have to say about this bolts because we've talked about it a little bit here and there. Dreams is launching as an early access game coming this spring. Now, spring, it could be, you know, the beginning of March, for all we know. There's not an exact date but set talking when about, it's man, coming out. In the state of Texas, spring will be probably June this year. <laughs> <laughs> Summer will be Talking about actual April. dates. <laughs> um, so, Dreams is going to come as a, a early access uh, version of the game, uh, and it'll... Early access product is going to be thirty bucks. It's going to be twenty nine ninety nine. Dubbed as the creator's early access, this version of the game will include tools used to create within Dreams, but not the entire the entirety of the game's content, which is totally understandable. It's kind of like a uh, a lot of times we see some of these companies give early access to the games. So not only can can the uh, the dev crew work on stuff until they fully launch the game, but also it gives people a chance to play the game early and kind of get a little bit more used to it before more stuff is added in now bolts we've seen some of the great stuff that they've been able to do with dreams do you think that this game is gonna you know be a great success for playstation or do you think it's gonna fizzle out like we've seen other creatable style games fizzle out honest honestly um it will have a small following for 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 gamers that enjoy this type of game um, I am definitely not one of them. Yeah. Um, I'm not. To, to, to me, it, it seems kind of like a platformer. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a real big platformer, um, platformer gamer. Um, and it's got a, it's just got an interesting. It's just got a, like a little, a little kid feel. I don't know why. Um, but I just, I just, I don't feel it personally. Um, I, I hope whoever plays it, for the most part, um, you do enjoy it. It is something. Something unique, something different that they're putting out there, um, and and I give them props for that. But for the most part, I just I don't see me playing it ever, if never, ever, ever, if never, ever, ever. Have ever. I ever, for never, ever, never, never, right, ever, never, <laughs> forever. Um, but um, like I said, it's unique. It's something different. Hopefully, hopefully, it'll give the gamers a little something, something else to play besides the usuals. Um, but. I, I just I, I hope it doesn't just completely flop on its face. 
Um, because it's got it's got it's got a cool aspect to it. It really does. Um, I don't think it's gonna flop on its face. I think it's going to be. Um, I. I think it's gonna be something very different. I think it's going to be something that could be very successful. Um, like we have seen with um, like we have seen with Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet was a very big success. Um, and it not only, it not only was a great success sales wise for the, for media molecules, it was a great game for PlayStation fans. Exactly. And, and see, and see, that's another game. I know, I know the success that little bit of Planet. I mean, it had, it had a, it had a, it had a sequel. It had a kart racing game for crown. Out. Oh, it had two sequels. Sorry. It had three games and then a kart race. Yeah. So I, I know the success it had it, but I just couldn't play it. No, I understand that, but see, this the thing about Dreams is that it's not, you know, I heard you say platformer earlier. It's not technically like a platformer. Right, right. I think, what is the game that came out on Xbox that was like a creating game? Can't remember now that I saw it, I don't it, know, right? SimCity? Oh, my God. Rollercoaster Tycoon? Zoo Tycoon? No, no. Project Full Spark. Oh, yeah, and I didn't play that shit either. Okay, but look, that wasn't like a platformer. <laughs> well, no, like, this but was, it just... But what I'm getting, what I'm trying to get at, I think I understood what you're saying. You're saying it's a, it's the aspect of like there's, there could be platform aspects to it, you know, as there was with Little Big Planet. Little Big Planet was pretty much a platformer that you ended up having to kind of finagle with the creation tools into making it into a different experience. But I think Dreams is going to be something that a lot, like I think it's really going to shock people because I saw some. I saw some video gameplay of this guy live streaming it, and he literally was just like, he was just starting out with a blank slate, doing artwork, doing like faces and stuff like that. And I mean, it looked like real, like it looked like artwork. I don't know if this dude was part of the dev team or this guy was just like, was just amazing at being creative, but like he was making real looking artwork. It looked like this dude, old dude's face. And then right. he did it. Later on, he showed a level to where it was like a first-person shooter that some guy created. And he, you know, I mean, it looked like a fucking first-person shooter game. Like, it was so crazy. And that I know you could do that type of stuff in Project Spark, but I think the problem with Project Spark is that a lot of people didn't really know what to do with it. Right. And another problem, too, is like what you had said before in a couple of podcasts back is that it didn't have the promotional material that it needed it didn't have the pr didn't have commercials and i feel that's a problem with dreams too is that you know we heard a lot about dreams 2016 like it was constantly like dreams it's a crazy fucking game you create all this shit but it's 2019 now you know what i'm saying it's been a while and and i will say this you know for, for the most part dreams you can pretty much go in there and create anything you want now now the only other issue i can see this having is People creating some can, can there can people's visions and dreams be shared across PlayStation Network? Oh yeah, yeah. See, I mean, but I think I think that they're probably going to do the same thing they did with Little Big Planet because there were some times that people tried to make crude stuff, right? And when it uploads, I think it has to go through an approval process. Well, that, so. that then 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 that aspect that will be great because I guarantee you, people have already got it in their head, and some little you know eight year old is going to go in there and see yo Michelangelo and. And everybody doing all kinds of some bad things. Yeah. So ho- hopefully they'll be able to put a lock on that. That that was one issue I was worried about. Yeah. Um, but hopefully, it's, I mean, like I said, man, there, there's it's a really unique aspect. I guess you know it's it's been done moderately at Project Spark, but hopefully dreams will come in um, and unleash the beast. Unleash, unleash, unleash the beast. 
Um, but yeah, I agree with you, Bolts. I think there's always that possibility of the game not living up to what the devs think it's going to. Um, and of course, you know, it, with any game, as we've seen with, you know, Anthem's launch, uh, there's always a possibility that something that you think is going to be f- just amazing comes out and it's total garbage. You know what I'm saying? Oh, there's no, always I, that possibility. Absolutely. Um, so we just have to, we have to be optimistic and hopefully think that the, hopefully the game will, will work out really well and will be promoted well. But I mean, if they're going to do that, if the game's going to launch in March, I need to start seeing some commercials about it, some PR about it, not just on social media. You know what I'm saying? I absolutely agree. So, um, I think, I, I don't know, man. I want it, like, I could talk about this game for forever because I think it really has a cool concept, dude. I think it's, it's just a beautiful, beautiful game. So, moving on from that, Scalebound. Now, this is just a rumor. This is something that is just, it's so crazy to me. According to rumors, Scalebound is possibly being re- resurrected by Nintendo and will be headlining as a Nintendo Switch Exclusive. Originally, Platinum Games' open-world action title was supposed to be an Xbox One exclusive, but it was canceled by Microsoft in 2017. Now, new rumors suggest that Nintendo has since picked it up and is working with Platinum Games to bring this game back. So, Bolts. First off, I want to say, you know, the, the titles... Or the, the titles. The news topics that we're talking about today are, are cited from VG247 and GameInformer.com. But Bolt's coming from somebody that was originally somewhat pretty excited about Scalebound. What do you think about this Man, news? fuck me. Listen, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I was I was super excited. I mean, it was one of the few Xbox One exclusives that we were going to have. Scalebound, you know, it, it, Dragons, RPG, it had everything. And then, of course, in 2017, Microsoft canceled it. And it set out there in limbo. By golly, Nintendo, I, I give you props for picking it up. And I hope you run with it like you're supposed to. It's gonna be great. I was like I said, I, like I said, I was super excited for it. Um, I'd waited for it. It had it had been in it had been in production, and then they canceled it. And then I was sad. And then I'm happy now that Nintendo has it. Um, I I hope they, I I hope they bring it to light. I hope they do what they're supposed to. Scalebound was 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 gonna be great. It really was. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm sad and happy at the same time. I really So am. why were you so excited about it? Let me ask this. Because, like, I personally, I'm just going to be honest. I don't know. I wasn't fucking excited about this game at all. When I saw it originally announced, I, I constantly could not stop thinking about, like, because wasn't it originally done by, wasn't it originally done by Capcom? Uh, I believe, you know what, I man, think, I'm, I, I swear so. to God it was. I'll look it up real quick, but. Why were you so excited about this title? Um, because I mean, it was it was it was it was it was an action role playing game. Um, it you know, it just it just it had something about it that I was I was excited about, and mainly because probably because it was an Xbox One exclusive. Mm-hmm. So of course I was I was ready to go. Um, you know, it just it it was it was something it was something different. It was something not necessarily different. It was just something I I I, I, I gravitate toward. I mean, it, it, it had it had the big RPG style to it that I absolutely love. It was third person. Um, you know, you, you were this. Uh, I guess you call him a knight, a rogue, whatever you call him. Yeah. He had a sword. He had he had magic. 
Um, he was accompanied by a dragon. I, play, I believe the dragon's name was like Thuban or something like that. Something yeah. ri- ridiculous. Couldn't find out like you just made that up. You're like, that sounds <laughs> cool. know, right? I've always wanted the dragon named Thuban. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was Platinum Games. It wasn't. I don't know why I always thought. I think the reason why I thought it was Capcom is because it like it had so much of a Devil May Cry feel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I saw it, the character. I was like, what the fuck? Is that Dante? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But and 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 that's another. Thing. I mean, it's, it's devil. You know, devil may cry with with dragons introduced. You you had a your companion was a fucking dragon. You gave him commands to do stuff. Yeah. Um, and there was a four player co op aspect as well. I believe there was absolutely yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, it, like I said, it was an RPG. I, I was just excited because it was a, it was another it was an RPG coming to to X, Xbox One exclusive. Um, I probably was going to be let down like too human, but I was super excited. Um, so, well, you know, I just, I wasn't excited about it. I saw it and I didn't like the first thing I thought was this game's not going to do good whenever it launches, <laughs> but <laughs> I can understand why people were excited about it because if anything, it kind of fills that void of like Panzer Dragoon, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's like a game that you fucking love, bro. I mean, that's something that, um, that that's something that you've always wanted to come back, right? What's that? Dragoon. Oh, fuck yeah. Bro. Yeah. So, <laughs> what the fuck you laughing at, dude? I talking about some topics. I'm like, Panzer Dragoon, you love that game, right? You're like, huh? What what game are we speaking of? <laughs> you mean that one that everyone wants to come back and it really never did? Um, so, I don't know, man. I can understand why everybody's excited. And I hope this, I, I really do. I hope this actually is getting resurrected. Um, I think it would be great for... You know, for, it, it, one of the greatest parts about it is... It was being developed by Platinum Games, which uh, did Bay- which developed Bayonetta. If if anybody played Bayonetta, I hey hey, fuck fuck the whole Bayonetta thing. They developed Metal Gear Rising, which was one of the best Metal Gear games anyways, of all fucking time, anyways, bro. Yes, yeah, very but true. Yeah, yeah, Bayonetta true. was. Great. I mean, it was gonna it was gonna be it's gonna use the Unreal Engine four. I mean, it had it had so much promise. It had a lot of potential, and, and it you know, oh, so sad. It was sad. I know you're sad, Bolts. It's okay. It's okay, Bolts. That's okay because we're getting Fable 4 next year, bro. Yeah. Or not Possibly. next year or the year after. 2020. Possibly, you Maybe know. Maybe 2021. 2021. See, 19. Like, the graphics are so real, you are the Fable. I'm like, <laughs> hell are, yeah. Hey, hey, you know off uh, Robert, uh, Roger Rabbit, the fucking singing sword? Oh, that's, yeah. That's you in the game. <laughs> You are the fable. I'm like, what? Huh? <laughs> Everybody in the audience is like, <laughs> slow <right>. clap. <laughs> um, all right, so moving on to something that is just mind-boggling. This is something that me and Bolts have talked about a couple of podcasts back whenever it was first announced, the possibilities of this. And I got to give another shout-out to Danny Pena, um, who is part of the Gamertag radio crew. He talked about this back in, what was it? It was last year in October. The possibilities of this, and I mean, he was fucking spot on, bro. Spot on. Um, so, Microsoft, this is just a rumor at this point in time, but Microsoft is possibly bringing games past and published titles to the Nintendo Switch. So, fucking huge. According to a report it's from a Outlet Direct Feed Game, an outlet that is strong, has a strong track of. Uh, strong track record of rumors being centralized around Nintendo and Microsoft. Nintendo uh, is possibly 
going to break the fucking internet with Microsoft. Not only will some Microsoft games find their way to the Nintendo Switch, but it looks like the entire Games Pass library might arrive via a streaming service Xbox app. Um, so this is just a rumor at this point in time, but this is something that me and Bolts talked about. Hey, Sony, what you doing back there, bud? Bro, what you doing? You bro, play, listen, you I play mean, with your with your twig and berries, eh? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Well, be, well look, I, I, you should see this man right now. He just jumped up in the back of his chair. I'm gonna be the frank, posture is straight. We're fisting to get real. If this happens, <laughs> if this happens, doomed to PS4. I don't even look at it in the PS4 aspect. I don't right. look at it in the console war aspect. Oh, I look yeah. at it like this will be huge for gaming. I said it on the last episode when we talked about this. This shit will be fucking huge. If it is... It's <laughs> a fucking pocket knife swinging it. Um, if this is real, just think about that, bro. I mean, it... You know, last the last time we talked about this, Bolts was like, why is it so hard for your head to wrap around it? It's not that. It's excitement. It's like in my brain, it's it's hard to process because I the, mean, it, there would obviously right. have to be some scaling there, shit, there would whatever. Be, there but would think be. about fucking playing Gears of War uh-huh. on your Nintendo Switch mobily. Yep. Like think about playing, you know, Crackdown 3. I mean, you know, yep. yeah, it may be repetitive or whatever, but damn, bro, you get to play Xbox published games on the Nintendo. That is that, and to jump back to what Bolts was saying, that is a big swing at fucking Sony. Like, hey, bro, listen, congratulations to y'all doing so good on this shit. But you know what? This we're is what fucking we're doing work with Microsoft. This is what we're doing. You know, you think about it. Think of one of the biggest games that Microsoft sells that is only on the Xbox, and. Hello? And it's and and it's downloadable via the Game Pass. Yeah, and that's Forza. Oh yeah. You think you, you just just you know just think about you know Nintendo fans um, over in you know you know because majority of them are over in Japan and China 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 <laughs> <laughs> Japan <laughs> and China. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, bro! Oh, people bro. over in China, <laughs> over on the east side of oh the world, shit. basically. Um, you know that that they are car enthusiasts as much as the, the most, as much as the the Europeans and the Americans. So, I mean, Forza, one of the biggest get- selling games of Xbox, will be downloadable and playable via the Switch cross platform, homie. It's crazy. To it's me, super crazy. It's, it's so fucking crazy to me to think this. Like this excites me in in ways that I haven't been excited in a long time for gaming. You know, for real. Like this is some groundbreaking shit. Like if this shit is real, if this is actually going to happen. Now mind you, Phil Spencer and the entire Xbox team has said this year at E3, Sony may not be there. Now this is they didn't say Sony may not be there, but this is just me. Sony's not going to be there, but fucking Xbox is definitely going to be there. It's going to be their largest Largest presence at E3 of all time. So, I just... It baffles me, bro. It fucking baffles me. It, it excites me so much to be able to have the ability to do something like this. Because, you know, Nintendo can openly admit they don't know how to fucking do an online service at all. Everyone, even Nintendo fans can admit that. Like, 
that's not a that's not a swing at fucking Nintendo. That's just like they know how to make good games, but they don't know how to make a fucking online service to save their life. And Microsoft does. And Microsoft is like, hey bro, we can fucking help you. And y'all can help us. You know, to but it's just, bro, it's just, um, it's so exciting. Do you have anything else you want to talk about this? Oh, I, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm reading this article as, as, as you're spewing on over here. Um, you know, it's, it's like, this is one paragraph in this article, and it says, This particular avenue is also not new to Nintendo, which has been experimenting with using cloud streaming as a way to play technologically demanding games for a few months now. Games like Resident Evil 7 and Assassin's Creed Odyssey have Switch ports in Japan streaming a special version from a local server. Yeah. That's fucking great. So they've been working on that secretly because you remember exactly. when you and me talked about Assassin's Man, Creed. Just, you know, it, it's just the possibilities are, are oh, going to yeah. be endless. When we first up. talked about it, when we first talked about Assassin's Creed being playable on Nintendo Switch, you and me both were pretty negative about it. We were like, it's fucking streaming shit. Whatever. But like, if it works, I mean, cool. Yeah. But then you think about it, not only were they practicing with their own technology they were probably working with microsoft then too like that was probably just a test of exactly, like, exactly. Let's see if it can fucking work you know and at the bottom of this it says you know the game pass aside is that you know what games would you want microsoft to publish on the switch it says would you want them to reach back of the category and bring bring games like conquer uh or modern games like cuphead and the ori sequel or sequel excuse me or would or 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 could the two finally come to agreement on a golden eye remaster bro just imagine what them two could do together. Oh my Just God. imagine. No, I'm going to tell you what it is. They're going to come out and say, all the games that are you know backwards compatible and downloadable through the Xbox Game Pass, you can play them on the Switch. You're going to be like, guess what, bitch? I'm like, what? You're like, I'm playing the whole fucking Mass Effect series on Nintendo Switch now. <laughs> I could take that bitch anywhere with oh, me. Oh my God, bro. Bro, I'm super excited. <laughs> <laughs> like Mass Effect on the fucking go because because to port even the the trilogy from 360 to the Switch wouldn't take that much because the graphics are are, are so now, the Switch has better graphics don't get shit twisted yeah but it wouldn't be that much of a of a of, of a difficult task I just got hard <sighs> it's pretty crazy man it really is dude it is super super fucking crazy so um all right so moving on from that uh. It's just, I'm so excited, bro. I mean, that's such a fucking big deal. Like, that is going, honestly, it's it will be groundbreaking and changing for the industry, like, history-wise. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, that will set a new bar for the games industry as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at? I'm reading about Devil May Cry 5. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, speaking of that, moving into the next oh, topic. Oh, that is the next topic. <laughs> Capcom has no plans to launch DLC for Devil May Cry 5 post-launch. On Twitter, a guy named Call Me the Lord and Savior. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Is that says, the ch t t I don't know. I don't know. It says, another question that my eight-year-old brother asked after, finished playing, after we finished playing Devil May Cry 5 that I also wanted to ask, does... Does you guys have any plans of post-release content other than the Bloody Palace? Which the Bloody Palace is an update that they're going to be bringing to the game. 
Um, and one of the developers said, nope, only plans currently are for Bloody Palace, which is great. I think I, it's fantastic. I, I have to absolutely agree because that means if they don't have any plans, then what what they feel like they're producing is a full-on complete game. Yep. And it doesn't need DLC. Yep, totally agree. Um, now, mind you, Devil May Cry, um, DMC Devil May Cry, and Devil May Cry 4 both did have costumes and weapons post-launch. So there's a possibility they'll probably do that. Um, but, like, story-wise and stuff like that, I don't think they're going to do anything, um, which would make so much sense. It, it Because I think games like that, like this right here, is it's hard to put a DLC story you know, an addition of story because because it, it games like this it's, it's it's a point A to point B. There's really no drifting from here to over there yeah. or something like that. So 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 hopefully that you know they they have faith in what they're producing and this is like, hey man, y'all go enjoy. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. I think that it's not going to be something that um, it's not going to be something that people are going to like. When you're done with the story, you're going to be like, man, that was satisfying. Which the last two Devil May Cry games that I've played. That's exactly how I felt, bro. DM, so. DMC with that DMC young, Devil May Cry was man, awesome. Man, it was, it was awesome. so good. Yeah, and who was that done by? That one company, Ninja that, Theory. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep, new Microsoft hey, Studio. I was gonna say, didn't Microsoft buy them? Yep. Yeah, yeah. They you know, did. I'm I'm telling you, bro. I know Microsoft. Hey, I really do. Listen to me. I really do believe cutting out the competition. I think Microsoft is still gonna let them do third party games. Absolutely. I think Microsoft is going to, because you got to think, like with Minecraft, that's the reason why they own Mojang. So the people that make Minecraft, they own them. So, mm -hmm. and they're still producing stuff for PlayStation. You know, if they wanted to, they'd be like, sorry, it's only Xbox exclusive. They're but about they making know, money, bro. bro. Yeah. Come on, so I don't know, man. I, I'm excited about that. I am glad to see that there is no DLC like content coming um, for the game after the story is done. You know what I'm saying? I heard that. Did you hear that? I heard it. I don't think you did. Huh? Mm -hmm. Tell me. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. <laughs> Anything? No. Oh, no, you don't have nothing good? Anyways, moving on from that. Amy has been confirmed for Soul Calibur 6 as the next DLC character. So, Bolts. Yo. Amy's coming back. Are you excited? We still, uh, have, you and me, we still got to buy the season pass. We, we, we do. We're gonna have to like pitch. <laughs> We're gonna in, have to pitch in together. Pitch in it. together and buy it because yeah. I still have to play as as what, what, what's her name? Eight or yeah, eight, yeah, from near or AB yeah. or some shit like that. Yeah, um, from near. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, she's from Soul Calibur Three. She is the uh, 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 the adopted uh, daughter of Raphael, I believe it is. Yes. Um. So. Uh, yeah, super excited. Yeah, um, it's a, it's another fighter that um, now doesn't she have like the same fighting skills yes, and stuff like yes, that as yeah. Raphael? Yes, yes. Yeah, um, I, I think she's actually a little bit quicker than he is. Uh -huh. Um, if I remember exactly from the third one, because in the third one she was like <laughs> all over the damn place. Yeah. Um, but it's awesome. I'm I'm super excited that they're bringing it back, bringing her back, um, from one of the older titles. So. Um, I'm super. I'm, I'm excited. I'm man. super excited. We're gonna. We're gonna. You and me have constantly been going back to that over and over and over again. Super excited. Super excited. 
I'm fucking super well, excited. Well, you know, we, you know, we, we ventured from that that damn word called phenomenal. <laughs> so we, we had to come one. up with something. So we went from one phenomenal <laughs> to a two super excited. Now we got a new one. Um, so let's go. Let's go. So that's the DLC number four for Soul Cup. What else is? That's the else? fourth person. Yeah. Who else was it? I don't know. Oh, you shit. I don't even know, bro. Oh, I'm gonna have to you're going to have to look it up real ass. quick. Uh, go ahead and look it up, and I'll keep talking about it. So I, I'm excited about it. Any new characters to Devil uh, to Devil May Cry? To Soul Calibur are, is great. You know, it's been a bit since I've played it, and it's the same thing with, you know, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. I, I don't have the season pass for that, so I haven't played it in a bit. Uh, I know Jiren is available now, and um, I'm, I really want to play as Jiren. But, you know, Amy coming to the group is going to be really cool, man. I think it's the addition of her, like what Bolt said, is bring one of those classic characters back that a lot of people loved. Um, And she has her own little style from what this article says. Shout out to Game Informer once again. Has her own little style. Has some tricks up her sleeves. She's quick. She's got a rose toss, a slide that can extend into different combos. Um, And I don't know. I don't know. You ever pull up those characters? I'm looking I can't up. Keep talking about this fucking. Oh, yeah, shit. you can. <laughs> no, you I'm got plenty joking. of words, but um, you know, it, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Uh, there is always. I you know, Boltz has talked about this before. He doesn't like the fact sometimes that he doesn't like the fact sometimes that there are these type of characters. Which characters? Like DLCs for for fighting games. Uh, yeah. Okay, so um, T- Tira was the first one. Yes, Ring Chick. Yes, uh, 2B was the second. Amy is the third. Um, and they're supposed to be the, the fourth one is still TBA. And they're saying there's a possibility it's going to be Cassandra. Cassandra? Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, what's her name's sister? Man, they better bring us something out of the fucking woodworks. Uh, that's probably not going to happen. Remember, we did get the extra character of Gerald Arivia, so... And I'm sure they'll have a second. They'll have a second DLC. Isn't there what was what, what's the what's the chick in The Witcher that was a badass? What was her name? Are you talking about his like adopted daughter? That may have been. That would be cool if they bring her. Yeah. Shut your mouth. It'd be great. Nah. It's not gonna be great. Anyways, um, so we're gonna take another quick little break, and whenever we come back, we're gonna have our real talk moment. We're gonna talk about Xbox and what they have planned for E3. Then we're going to talk about Fallout 76, if it could possibly be saved. And also, what it, the fuck is going on with Call of Duty, man? Uh, some crazy shit going on. But you're listening to the Second Opinion Podcast, brought to you by Cineleaks.com, Real Outreach. And we'll be right back after this.
So we're here for our Real Talk segment of the podcast. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you uh, really coming back, showing support, especially over the last couple of weeks. We've had some pretty good listens. So um, just thank you to everybody that shows their support, listens to the podcast. We're trying to change with the times and be more you know, in-depth on what we talk about and uh, you know, kind of change some stuff. I got some stuff in the works, too. We're going to have a pretty awesome professionally done podcast intro done pretty soon. So I'm very excited about that as well. But bolts what man we're talking about fucking xbox man let me tell you something about it so there are some rumors going around right now they're not big they're just you know they're quiet (laughs) some pretty big fart in the wind okay um it has been rumored by ju video which is a very (laughs) is that how it's said right you and i have been tortured this Uh, day we have um, which means game video. <laughs> Bolts was like, what's a horrible fucking name? Anyways, they're supposed to- <laughs> No, I'm just interrupting the names that we were saying, like Joe and Jew and Jaw. And, uh- yeah, Bolts was like, I think it's, is that Jew? I'm like, really? You're like, I'm serious. It's just like, what'd you say? It's like a, a Bo- Creole or? No, it's like Bo spelled in like French Cajun down yeah. there in Louisiana. So Jew video. .com, which is a pretty big, respectable gaming website in Europe. They are. We love you. Uh, recently reported that Xbox is planning on showcasing two Xbox systems during the 2019 E3 Xbox press conference. Now, this is a big, big deal. Uh, now, we have talked about this before. It was announced at the Xbox press event last year that the company was working on the future. Rumors started to stir that the company would possibly be making more than just one console. Since then, we've heard rumor after rumor about new consoles, but now it seems that Jeu Video has some pretty hard evidence. Originally named Xbox Scarlet, this this said console uh, or consoles will be named Lockhart and Anaconda, with Lockhart being the more cheap, non-disc-based digital console. Um, and could possibly be ranged around two ninety nine. And then Xbox. you have the Anaconda, which is um, a disc based console with more power. I think they said it was like um, eight more teraflops of GPU space, um, and it would be more around four ninety nine. So, <clears throat> bolts. What? We're going to start with you on this. I want to hear why... You're going to start and finish with me. You're not even going to say a damn thing about this. Well, let me say this first then. No, no, no. Let me say this first because I want you to finish it off. Um, This is some big fucking news. Like, you know, if they do come to to E3 this year and they not only announce, you know, oh, hey, we're launching an Xbox app for Nintendo and you'll be able to stream all the fucking Game Pass games over on that system. They also come out and announce, hey... There are two consoles. Um, there's this price and this price. Both of them do great fucking things. But if you're somebody that just wants something cheaper and you want to play some of these games that may be exclusive on this new console, then get a Lockhart. And if not, you can get the Anaconda, which is way more bulky, blah, 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 blah. That's cool, and I think it's fucking awesome. But Bolts has really made me understand where he's coming from. If you think about it, PlayStation users have had it pretty easy in the last couple of years. You ha- you do have a regular regular line PS4 that has a boost mode available now that can upscale games to like 1440p, I think, or like right above 
1080p, um, which is cool. That's awesome. If you don't have a 4K TV, it's going to make your games look better or whatever. But then you also had, you know, a PS4 Pro, which did launch at a little bit of a higher price, but now you can get a PS4 Pro for like $299 or $3, I think. Um, Xbox One X launched, and you had an Xbox One X, then you had the Xbox One S, then you had the Xbox... Oh, I'm sorry. I said you have the Xbox One, Xbox One S, Xbox One X. And the Xbox One X was supposed to be like the most powerful console on the market year to date. Everything they could do. There's no other console that can do it. And I think it's awesome that the console's out. Bolts has an Xbox One X. I've played it before. I think it is a great console. But I totally agree with Bolts, especially now. I think the state of gaming is in a weird place. You know, like we have... We have two consoles out now that are pretty high-performing high consoles. You know, I was playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey a couple of days ago, and I was just, like, walking around the world like, fucking shit, this game is beautiful. You know, even other games, like games that just came out, Far Cry New Dawn, yeah, it's, it's crazy, it's wacky, there's colors all over the place, but just walking around these games and looking at them, it's unbelievable. Even Red Dead Redemption 2, God of War, you have these games out there, even Forza. You have these games that are so fucking gorgeous. I don't see how gaming could get better than what it is now. But then you have consoles that are in the works. And there's, you know, oh, well, you know, gaming is about to change. You're like, what can it go to, though? You know, like, are we getting the point to where every game that you play is going to be broadcasted at true 4K, 60 frames per second? Every one, that's going to be the norm. If that's the case, cool, you know, but that also means that gamers have to upgrade their TVs and that's going to be not only the aspect of that's whenever you move into that PC market, you know what I'm saying? Like you're going to have to pay for a console, which is probably going to be based around $500 Then you have to pay for a TV, which will be maybe if you get a good 4k TV with HDR, you can get one for like 399 to 400 bucks now. So that that's a thousand dollars. So I don't know. Let's shoot it over to Bolts. Okay, first and foremost, um, Xbox. Um, let's just say this. Uh, don't like what you're doing. Um, I think you're forcing people to spend more money than they need to. Um, I know it's a business and you're out there to make money. Um, but you have to realize what you just did for your company, of all the companies you've bought, of you joining with Nintendo, a console is the last thing you need. Now, with that being said, let's go back to this uh, the, these code names: Lockhart and Anaconda. Lockhart is, of course, is a digital is a digital console. That's basically what it is. Um, this right there should have been your first Xbox, your first Xbox One. Excuse me. Um, in 2013, when you first when you first talked about it, this is what you should have released. Um, you should have stuck with your guns. You should have dropped your nuts, become a man, and you should have released it like you were supposed to. Uh, the Anaconda, big, beefy, whatever, you know. Um, the Xbox One X is big and beefy. Um, and if the Anaconda itself is going to be big, beefier than the Xbox One X, I mean, what, what, what else are you going to put into it? You know, you're in, and you say, and you say it's going to be priced around $500. The Xbox One X itself was priced around $500. You know, I mean, come on, you're 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 killing me with 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 the money that you're forcing your consumers to spend that don't need to be spent. Yeah. 
um, you, you, you know, you, you have an array of, of games and companies, and companies producing games that are fixing to come out to this amazing console. You know, I, I run 60 frames a second. I run 4K. I run all this shit off my Xbox One X. And, 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 you know, if you're building a console that's, that's here to support the future, 8K, 10K, 12K, you know, 900 OLEDs and QLEDs and all these different high, high dollar, 2,000, 5,000, 6,000, 10,000 dollar TVs. <laughs> Most of your people who play games don't have that shit. And it's going to take a long time for the prices to drop of those TVs to play, you know. So you're, so you're, so you're forcing your consumers you're forcing us to go out and spend another five hundred to another three hundred dollars. Even if you don't have an Xbox One X, you're not going to buy the Lockhart. I mean, if you do, if you do have an Xbox One X, you're not buying the Lockhart. And if you have an Xbox One X, you're probably going to go out and buy the Anaconda. So, you know, if 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 you still have an original Xbox One, which I doubt most of you people do. Um, I mean that was back that was released what six years ago for crying yeah. out loud. Yeah. So so most of you have advanced or progressed to the One S or the One X, which should have been the first two consoles you released. The One S should have been digitally. The One X should have been the powerful. It's just simple. It's just simple fucking math. You fucked up on that. Um, but quit, quit. I don't, I don't care about the power that you're gonna produce. I don't care about the digital that you're gonna produce. And, and I really don't even care about the, the, the you naming two new consoles that's going to come to E3 of 2019. I don't give a shit about that. What I care about as a consumer, as a gamer, you're forcing me to go out and buy another console. Because I guarantee you, once that, you know, once you, once you send out that big beefy thing, that big beefy thing, whatever it's going to support, you're going to slowly, you're going to slowly annex to Xbox One X. And that bitch didn't come out until 2017 for crying out loud. It's not even a two years old. And you're already making something supposedly more beefy and powerful. You just you're, you're, you're fucking the consumer. And most of us, most of us dim-witted fools, will go out and buy an anaconda because that's what is the new big shiny thing. Well, you're probably buying an anaconda because the anaconda don't want nothing. No. No. Does you got buns? <laughs> do do so, sit-ups? But look, like, don't lose that butt. You <laughs> say it like this, bro. Um, I think Phil Spencer and the entire Xbox team, I don't think they're fucking fans over. I no. think, you know, like, I know, but I want everybody to understand, Bolts is a Xbox fan. So there's probably sometimes you hear him saying something, you're like, yeah, well, he's not, they're not fucking people. He's not saying it in that aspect. What he's saying is, yes, they're doing it in the interest of gamers. Absolutely. It's a business. I understand it's a business. Yeah, yeah but, but he's saying it. it. Yeah, he's saying it in the aspect like, damn, I just got my Xbox. Like, when did you get your Xbox? I got my Xbox a year ago. To the date, actually. So you haven't even really had a... You know, that's like a fresh relationship. Right. You know? I, I got my Xbox in, in, in March of 2018. Yeah. The, the Xbox One X came out in, what, November or December or September of the last quarter of 2017. Yeah. So it's not even two years fucking years old. Yeah. And you're already making two more fucking Xboxes? Yeah. Microsoft, as far as, as, far as the hardware... Hardware and the consoles get your fucking shit together. You made the right choices of buying the companies. You made the right choices of producing games. You've made the right choice of of, of, of pairing up with Nintendo. Leave the damn consoles alone right now. You just don't. You don't need it. Yeah. You just. You honestly do not need it. Yeah. And the sad part about it, since we since we don't need it, since they don't need it, we're still gonna buy it because we need it. You know. 
So it, it, it sucks on that aspect. You're saying in the aspect like you you know you're going to buy it. Absolutely. Right? I, I will I will end up buying one day one, hands down. Yeah. Because it is, it's, 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 you know, you know why bass boats have glitter in them? Because rednecks are, are attracted to shiny things. <laughs> <laughs> Us gamers are attracted. <laughs> I lightheaded on that one. Us gamers are attracted to the big shiny things. Oh and it doesn't God. matter what it is. You are ridiculous. It bro. does not matter what it is. You know why rednecks are attracted to boats with glitter? Oh, fuck <laughs> shit. Oh my because, god! Wait, I even butchered it. That's so <laughs> funny. So I will go out and buy this after I got done buying this, <laughs> and I'm gonna be uh, you know shit fucked out of another five hundred dollars because it's big, bright, and shiny. Yeah. And, you know, You're like oh my god, look how cool it is! It's like a moth going to light. Yeah, true. So what you're basically saying is like you you obviously support. Microsoft. Yes, I you was, obviously support the future of Microsoft, but you just wish it would. You know, you hope that they come out and say, "Hey, it's coming out in 2021." So, sometimes you just need to leave shit alone. Yeah, it, and that's the truth. When you, but made I think the- some of these companies are like they're jumping the gun because, I to be honest with you, this is just me. I think the games industry has kind of been behind in the last couple of years. I, you know I, what I'm saying? It, they're. I think most Nintendo and Xbox are jumping the gun as far as consoles. No, I mean, I said Xbox jumping the gun as far as consoles is because they're getting on a daily basis every single every single month getting slaughtered still by PS4. Yeah. Okay. But that is your own fault for producing some shit out in 2013 that cost an arm and a leg. Yeah. That was a crap. That was that was a piss poor ass system. Yeah. It was $100 more than the PS4, the original PS4. Um, and and the original PS4 was 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 a far better system in my opinion than the Xbox One, and then you produced the the one the One S, which you brought out at three ninety nine or two ninety nine, whatever the fuck it was, I don't even remember. It doesn't matter. Um, but it's just <laughs> your your game plan and your business strategy when these comes to these consoles, you have shit on yourself on a, on on a constant basis. You know, you you hit you struck a gold mine with the three sixty. I say that. I say, hold on. You struck a gold mine with the second generation of the Xbox 360. The first 360 was uh, that that was that was an equipment failure from the start. Good yeah. lord, the 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 insides of the th- of the original 360 was just garbage. Yeah. Except for mine, I I I, I never got the red ring of death. Thank you very much. But but then but then you created the second gen 360. Which was which was a touch based. It, everything was cooler. It was smaller. Everything was more compact. It was a beautiful system, and it carried you. And it carried you, you know. And your consoles are just your your game plan for these things are just they're awful in my opinion. They're awful on every level. You you say something and you do something different. You get a little backlash from the fans, and then you listen to the fans, and then six years down the road, you make what you originally were going to make in the first time, and you know what? I don't... You, you know, it's like, it's like Jekyll and Hyde. You're, you're, you're all over the place, bro. Yeah. And you need to get your shit together. It, the, the Anaconda, the Lockhart, is something we don't need right now. If you want to improve Xbox, Microsoft, sales, and all that shit, you work with what you just bought, and you're going to dominate. You work with what you bought. You work with who you're going to pair up with, and your sales will skyrocketed in the next two or three years. Yeah. And then you can build your Anaconda, and then you can build your Beefy, and then you can build the most powerful thing next to a PC that's not a PC. 
I think I agree with you to an extent, but also I, I to back back up what I had said earlier. I think the games industry has been behind because I think these consoles before that we were having like 10 year life cycles. You know what I'm saying? So the, the systems would be out for quite some time, 10 to eight, like eight years. Let's say that, you know, and all this new technology was coming out and you were still using the same fucking busted system. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I think it's more or less the aspect that maybe Microsoft, Sony, and even Nintendo have been looking at this in the aspect of like, we're constantly seeing phones come out that are just crazy. Even though it's like a gimmicky thing at this point in time, and it's the first one to ever do it. I mean, bro, look at the Galaxy Fold. The first commercially released foldable phone with a 7.3-inch screen. I'm not going to buy it because it's like 2000 bucks. You know, eventually it'll drop down. But I think this is going to be a revolutionary thing. You know what I'm saying? I think this is going to... We're going to see more phones. Like, you know, whenever they started going from the smaller phones to the phablet phones. Yep. That that was a big fucking deal. It was. And then, you know, you get the edge-to-edge display, the infinity display, the curved edge display, these, you know, notches and this and this. Let's make the screen even bigger. Now you have a fucking phone that is 4.3 inches wide when it's closed, and it's it's a pretty long phone. Kind of has this old school look to it, and you open that shit up. You can be do- scrolling through apps, doing all this stuff on the front. Click on a map on the front of your shit, and be like, "Damn, I can barely see anything." Open the shit up, and it's like, "Bam!" Seven point three inch display, total tablet ask, ask, total tablet aspect. <laughs> what are you ask, about, bro? I don't know. Total tablet aspect of a of a phone. I mean, that's fucking nuts, especially when it comes down to a mobile gaming aspect. You know. But I think that what it is is these companies are seeing this and they're like, well, how are we going to innovate? What are we going to change? How are we going to keep our industry growing? But also, how are we going to stay relevant? You know, because Nintendo, say what you will, you know, even for me, the Switch was a great fucking decision. The Switch is one of their best consoles that they have ever made. You know what I'm saying? The Switch is a mixture of all their consoles from the from the previous years of the you know the GameCube, the Wii, the the Wii U. It is what they've always wanted. Even the 3DS, it's all mixed into one big ass fucking bag for Nintendo fans. And I can't help but say congratulations Nintendo. You did it. You did what PlayStation even wanted to do. Exactly. And when we get done doing this, we'll go play your Switch. The one that I sold. Oh, that's right. You don't have one anymore. I hate you so much. No, you don't. You, yes, love, do. you love everything. You love the toe jam. Oh, <laughs> I, hate, I do hate you, though. Anyways, so we could probably talk about this all night. I mean, you know, it is the real talk segment, you know, but this is a this is a big fucking deal. It's fucking huge. It's a huge deal, man. It really is. And um, the only thing we could say is we're excited. You know, me and Bolts are going to be at E3 this year. and uh, we'll... Oh, about that? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I know Bolts is super excited. You know, last year I was sending him pictures whenever I was at the Xbox press conference. He was like, you fucking bitch. If so, I have to hear about fucking E3 one more time of 2018. Well, you, hey, you ain't got no choice now. It's 2019. You're going to be hearing about it until June. Yay! And my boy Bolts found a badass, some badass digs to stay at too. So. What would are you but, choosing hoes? <laughs> anyways, that's another topic. 
but we're excited, man. I think that Xbox has a lot, uh, a lot of stuff in the in the in the closet that is going to shock a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So something that isn't like is exciting and not exciting at the same time. I don't know how to explain that. This is another real talk segment. New content's coming to Fallout 76. It's a hundred days worth of wasteland goodness. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Pulse. I'm just saying. Hey, now we talked about this earlier, but listen, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to hate on them. I I said my review. I talked about the game. It wasn't the best experience that I've ever had in my life at all. And and Doom Doom Eternal cannot get here soon enough. I'm telling you, Doom Eternal and Rage (laughs) 2. Don't forget about Rage 2, bro. Oh, oh, the the knockoff of of, a Far Cry. I'm going to knock your head (laughs) off your shoulder. Anyway, so, okay. DLC 2019 roadmap has been laid out by Bethesda and Zenimax. Um, there is uh, three DLCs or three um, events happening in this 2019 roadmap. You have Wild Appalachia. Uh, I always say it wrong. Right. Appalachia, whatever. Um, that is coming uh, in March. It's coming March 12th. All this stuff is free as well, which is a good thing. Um and uh, as I said in my review, I'll probably re-download the game and just check the content out as it comes along. Um, there, With this new um, DLC, uh, there's going to be all new quests, game modes, features, and more. And this is the first one that's coming out in spring. Summer 2019, you have a new game mode called Nuclear Winter that will supposedly change the game um, and the, the entirety of the game. Uh, which is going to be crazy. And you're also going to have, with that, you're going to have high-level um, vault raids. So there will be two new vaults from what they're saying. Uh, there's going to be Vault 94 and another vault as well. Um, vault 96 and Vault 94. Um, so season players will be able to test out all new high levels as groups. Um, and then also in one of those features with legendary players, all new prestige system will allow players to prestige your character above level 50 and become legendary resetting Ooh. your characters with all new more powerful abilities <laughs> and then in fall 2019 wastelanders which is going to have not just regular events and quests but also main quests so you will have new features new events main quests as well um, and in wild Appalachia, you're also going to have a new pvp survival mode so I think this is a lot of content. Um, I think we could both agree, Bolts, that even though, um, you know, I did, I gave it a 2.5 out of 5. That's um, too high. Like I said. <laughs> um, for he hates it, me so much. For it coming out at the time it did, the content that was available, I just, I, I couldn't help but feel that the, the world that was supposed to be very different and widespread was just... It just wasn't there for me, man, at all. Um, now, I know a lot of people have different opinions, and they they really enjoyed the game. That's awesome. Um, it it pained me. You can ask Bolts. It pained me to do that review. Did it not? It did. I mean, it took me days because I'm a Bethesda fanboy, and I, I wanted to word it the right way. I didn't want to step. I, I like. I didn't want to step on community's toes because I just love the Fallout community. But also, you know, I have a lot of people. That are friends of mine at the dev at the dev studio, and not in the aspect of saying, "Oh, well, I didn't want to give a bad review just because I knew them," but I just 
I wanted to word it in the best way possible in a respectable way. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people out there that that just put them on the fucking you know cast iron skillet and burn those motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Me. I know you, but you're you know you like bacon. <laughs> not not burnt crispy the way you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So, um, there's going to be new mythical creatures. There's going to be uh, uh, another thing, too, on March 12th. Brewing and distilling. You're going to be able to discover um, Forbidden uh, Nuka Shine uh, Brewery and do a little quest there or whatever. And, and you know, you can do uh, brewing and distilling at your own place. Then there's going to be a, a parade, I think, in the game as well on March 19th, which is going to be pretty cool. But then uh, March 26th, you get the survival PvP mode. Then you're moving into like April and May, um, and there's going to be a good chunk of other content as well. So what I'm trying to get at is, will this save the game? There's a lot of players that, like me, uh, were 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 let kind of pretty let down by the game, um, but it's a Fallout title, and I can't help but still have that connection to it of be like, man, it's Fallout. I want to jump back into the world. I hope they fix problems. Um, and they've constantly done up, up updates to the game, but it's got to the point that I did have to end up deleting it because there were so many updates. It was taking up a shit ton of storage on my, on my one terabyte console. So I ended up having to delete it until, you know, further notice, but bolts <clears throat> with the layout of this roadmap in all honesty and them constantly trying to update it, constantly trying to feed new, new content to their fan base. Do you think that the game could ever be saved in the eyes of gamers that were disappointed by it? Uh, possibly, but not by me. Um, you I know not by you, but listen, no, about- no. I mean, yes. I mean, I, I guess. Um, you like I, that's all I have to say. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's to me. You put something out there that was a complete failure, um, and and and, it, and it's heartbreaking. It, it was absolutely heartbreaking, and I, I don't care what anybody says. I don't care who's played it. It's level fifty and building fortresses and shit like that, battling big giant bats. Uh, your game was a failure um, on every level of every stance. Now, if people want to go back and play it, absolutely. But you need about a sixty gigabyte update and put NPCs in there and put a little bit more life in there, and that, and that's just how it is. I don't care what anybody says. That's what this game needs, hands down. It could be freaking people. Walking around in the middle of nowhere, but it's life. It's something. It's it. It's the guts. It's the nervous system of the game. You can you can update this shit all you want, but if it's not the Fallout, if if it's not Fallout, it's not Fallout. Yeah. And 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 that and that's the truth. You know that that is, that is the beans and the burgers of the whole thing. And if you think that these updates are going to improve it by all means hallelujah and let's go and let's improve fallout but the fact of the matter is is this is not fallout this is an mmo an mmo with a huge update that you're trying to save it you should have done buried at six feet through the hatchet away and started and 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 progressed to elder, elder scroll six and starfield and whatever else you got cooking up in your little your little Bethesda game store developer building over there. This this was a failure, and I don't I don't think it can be saved at any point. Yeah. I really don't. 
Now, there are some loyal people out there that continue to play this game. Hallelujah and praise the Lord to you. But for the most part, your Fallout game was trash. It will always be trash in my eyes. Some people may may come back to it and flock to it with the new updates. But all the updates is doing is is adding a few things here and there. It's not a Fallout game. And people will never play it because it is not a Fallout game. I disagree with you. Um, I think that it is a Fallout game. I think that it really got off to a rough start. As I said in my original review that I will be going back and playing it. Um... How's that one game those one people are making? What's it called? The Outer World? Yeah, but you know exactly. what they actually said about that? They said they really would wish that the community would stop trying to compare it to Fallout games and stop trashing on Bethesda. That's actually what the devs said. Well, that's they said, okay. we're not making this game as a shot to Bethesda. We're doing this because we I'm love not, doing it. I'm not saying Fallout they're games. making it. I'm not saying they're making a shot to Bethesda, but they made, they made Outer Worlds what Fallout 76 should have been. Yeah. But, you know, this is the thing, bro. And I will say it till I'm blue in the face. I even said it in my review. Phil uh, Phil Spencer. Pete <laughs> Hines. Pete Hines and them did say that this was, you know, this is something they've never done before. And maybe they went into it thinking, no, this, you know, this is fine. Maybe they went into it playing a different build than what the public build was. You know what I'm saying? That didn't have all these issues me personally i want to know what the hell they looked at that says hey this is what the com- the the the, co- the community needs yeah. because i me personally me sitting on the outside looking in i consider as a community gamer as a as a fallout fan as a bethesda fan yeah. this is not what the fuck i wanted well i think too if they would have maybe pushed it off another year i don't even think that's the case i, I do think that's the case i think if it was pushed off another year because when did when did fallout 4 come out bro two years ago no, it, it came out 2016. It had to, no, it came out longer before 2015, that. 2015. I'm sorry. Four. Okay, that's but almost still, four listen, years. That's it. I'm not. Listen, we're just now in the beginning of 2019. This game launched in 2018. So if Fallout 4 came out in 2015, that means they were only working on Fallout. Probably only working on Fallout 76 for what two and a half years, at the most. And you really think about it, bro. They were working on Fallout 4 like right after Fallout 3 launched. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, bro. I just feel that they had a little bit more development time on Fallout 4 than what they did with Fallout New uh, Fallout New Vegas. Fallout 76. So, I agree with you to an extent of like how this whole thing played out. Like, yes, you know, they were probably thinking, hey, this, you know, this is new and this is, uh, you know, we're going to have glitches here and there, but we can fix it after launch and blah, 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 blah. Let's try to just get it out there, whatever. But I, they had to have some type of playtest moments of like a really good build or maybe even just the playtests were more focused around like big boss battles. Um, and, you know, they were like, oh, well, this, you know, it's relatively good. You know, you're getting like an 80 or something. I don't think they expected just the big hit that they got. You know what I'm saying? The negative hit. I just, I, I just, I just, I just don't understand. I, I didn't understand the thinking behind it. I and, remember I was at QuakeCon with yeah. you when Todd Howard was up there announcing all this stuff. Bolts is just sitting there shaking his head. He's like, "Bro," I'm like, "What, dude? What?" And he was like, "I swear this is what he said. He said this is going to be, it's not going to be good for him." I said, "Why?" He said, "I think it's going to be a train wreck." I don't. He said, "I think that they." This is what he said when we walked out. He looked at me and said, I think that they have good intentions, but I don't think they know what they're doing. 
I think they they have the, in their mind that this is going to launch. It's just going to be so fucking good. But I think it's going to launch as a shell of a game. And that's exactly what it was. And, and I hate the fucking fact that he was wrong, bro. <laughs> I hate it with all my being. So, I don't know, man. I think that this type of DLC could really save it. You know, as I had said before, in in my review, I would said, you know, this is, yeah, it's cool. It's awesome. Wow. Fantastic. You know, um, that they're, they're trying to work out something new, but it's not what they said it was going to be. Um, and it was, it was heartbreaking for me to do that review. It really was, man. It really was tough for me to do it. Um, but with this type of new DLC, I am going to go back. I am going to try it. And I do think that the, there's a possibility if they support the game the way they're supposed to support it, then the game could be possibly saved. But they have to fix shit on consoles, man. Like me walking around for, you know, almost two hours and seeing like two people. That's not what I expected at all. I expected, like, I mean, the fact that there's no NPCs in the game. I expected when they said that, the, the characters of the NPCs. And I'm like, okay, cool. That means there's going to be a shit ton of people fucking walking around. That's understandable. That cuts in that whole Elder Scrolls Online aspect. You know what I'm saying? Of seeing all these fucking people moving around at all points in time. Yep. But you didn't get that. You had this massive fucking map with barely anybody popping up. So, you know, kudos to Bethesda, kudos to Zenimax, kudos to the whole company for always trying to innovate and try something new. But as I said in my review, I think that the game had a lot of good intentions, but it just wasn't what we expected and it wasn't what gamers wanted. So, um, and I think it's going to take time. I think it really is. I think it's going to take time for it to be great, just like Elder Scrolls Online was. When Elder Scrolls Online first launched, it was not very good. The the, the bad thing about it, as I know they're putting an update at it now, but I think this will be the, 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 the first, if not the last update, that, the big update they do. Because And, and this is the way I feel, because it was it, it's such a train wreck. It truly is. It's such a train wreck that they're they're gonna try to save it as much as they can with this update. They're gonna get feedback from it, and after this, if, if it, it's not a successful update, if it's not as successful, if it doesn't bring that many people back, then they will focus all their energy on 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 Elder on Scrolls Six yeah. yep. and Starfield. Yes, sir. Um. All right. So, last topic of the night in our real talk segment is Call of Duty becoming outdated. Call of Duty 4 or Call of Duty Black Ops 4's new season Grand or Operation Grand Heist launched February 19th first on PlayStation. With this new content came updates to the map. You had um, you have what was it bolts? There was SUVs added. There's this whole cops and robbers aspect added. There's a new um, area called Ghost Town added to the map. That has like an inside canyon area that has these, you know, buildings down in this canyon. Really cool. Then you have a new specialist called Outsider, which who did you say that was? Uh-huh. The, um... What was that from Black Ops 3? It's a chick with a bow and arrow oh, from Black Sparrow. Ops 3. Sparrow. That's what Bolt said, but I tried to prove him wrong, but I don't know if I'm right or not. <laughs> so then you got new black market items. You also have... Uh, in multiplayer, you have you know all these new additions, um, prestige modes. You got Deathcon Five, 
um, which is another gauntlet mode and all this stuff for, um, well, you have Deathcon 5 gauntlet, you have Hellcat, uh, there's a shit ton of stuff in the zombies and blackout and also in multiplayer. The biggest thing in blackout, uh, as an update is not just the new locations or new characters, but the hot pursuit mode, which hot pursuit mode is a cops and robbers style mode to where you and your crew of four go and get in certain vehicles and you try to go to certain areas and then if like there's at least one person that's still alive in your crew and by the time of the next like you know closing of the ring on the map then your entire crew gets you know respawned which is cool it's a good addition then you move into the black ops black pass content you have a new zombie um, experience coming in March, and then you have a multiplayer map uh, of Casino and Lockup that are available now. And then you have Cosmic Silverback, which is a Space Gorilla, uh, which we've seen in uh, a ton of different uh, Black Op games. Uh, and also, we have the stuff that's already available. We do, if you do have the Black Ops Pass or Black Pass, whatever. You do have access to Madagascar, Elevation, uh, Elevation, which are two new maps. And you have access to Reaper and Shadow Man, which are characters for Blackout. And then you have two new uh, zombie experiences that are available. Future content, there's eight more multiplayer maps coming. One new Black Ops character and two new zombie experiences. So the good thing about this game, with it not having a single player mode... Is that this is the most zombie experiences we've probably ever had in a Black Ops game? Absolutely, um, it's something that Bolts uh, and TJ even said that you know the zombie mode is going to carry this game. But I actually have to say one area that's been doing f fairly well is Blackout. Uh, Blackout's been doing pretty good, and this type of themed event is really cool. I think they're trying to keep up with the times as much as possible. But then you just—it's a weird thing. It really is. Um, because you have future operations. You have spring, you got Operation 4 that's coming out. Summer, you got Operation 5. In the fall, you got Operation 6. There is already talks of another Call of Duty coming out. Um, and from what the developers are saying, this is from the dev studio, they're stating that this is the most excited that they have ever been for a Call of Duty game. It feels like the older days of Call of Duty... You know, uh, the entire team, I mean, anytime you start talking about it, everybody just gets excited and just is so pumped up because not only will this one have, you know, probably a, a free-for-all battle royale mode, a multiplayer mode, and zombie mode, it's also going to have a single-player story. Um, so a lot of people are thinking that this is going to be a continuation of the Modern Warfare series um, because this, this is just, there's too much hype around it. All these people are super excited about it at the Activision Studios. But what I'm getting at is, is this getting stale? Um, this is this is a very long series of Call of Duty games. Um, and year after year, they try to innovate and change, innovate and change, innovate and change. And from what they said, although they haven't released actual numbers stating that this is true, they do say that this is the highest selling Call of Duty of all time. Now, Monsieur Bolts. I personally think that there's a possibility that Call of Duty may be in some trouble in the next couple of years. Um, what do you think? Um, Call, of, Call of Duty will be a mainstay through the many years to come. Um, it, it, it is, uh, other than you know Counter-Strike and stuff like that on the PC, Call of Duty 
is the premier online multiplayer game, first-person shooter for any console, hands down. Um, if Halo was on was on the PS was on the Sony, it may be a different story. But Call of Duty year in year out continues to produce and bring out stuff. Um, as much as I hate everything that is Black Ops Four, um, there's there's a few aspects that I love. But you do love, you do love multiplayer. Yeah, because right? you do it, like somewhat like the zombie mode. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, this is not good things twisted. The, the zombie mode is is amazing. It's great. The multiplayer is is awesome. is is wonderful. It's fast paced. It's it's high octane. It's bang bang bang. Shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. Go 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 go. Um, Better Royale sucks, bro. I don't. I just, <laughs> that's just how it is. I just hate it so much. So much because when I play a game, I want to play a game. I don't want to play and then sit and wait. Yeah, you know, um, that that was one of the aspects about a, you know e- even a, a one player campaign. I mean, e- even if it was seven to ten hours long, you still you, you were still going and doing something. Yeah. Um, I just if I, I don't I don't like the Royale. I don't like the the Grand. The grand heist and, and all this shit. I think they're, it's almost like you know they're they're doing. They're be- looking at the success. I personally think they're looking at the success of not you know. I don't even think they're looking at the success of 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 Fortnite anymore. They're looking at games like Grand Theft Auto Online that still is one of the premier online experiences for anyone that likes online games. Exactly, but but they, but you know they're they're trying to, and if that's the case, they're they're failing. Because Grand Theft Auto and Rock, excuse me, I don't even say Grand Theft. Rockstar has got has got some of the best minds in the business creating online content, mm-hmm. and they're in, in Black Ops. You're still limited to what you can do. Grand Theft Auto, you're not. Yeah, you know, I mean, you can do anything you want in Grand Theft Auto in the open world online. Yeah. Anything you want. Black Ops, you just can't. You're still limited by 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 the structure of what Black Ops Four is, yeah. what their open world is, you know. But you know, a, a lot of this DLC that they're coming out with, I, I feel that they're they're putting it out there because there's nothing else to do with the game. Yeah, it's either zombies or online. That's it. There's no, there's no, and and I'm not I'm not saying that the story. I'm not, a, I'm not saying that a one-player campaign would have driven the game because it wouldn't have. You play Call, you play Call of Duty because you want to play online. It's yeah, just exactly. simple how it is. But with that, with that one-player campaign, that's another piece of the guts that that people love to that that another experience in the Black Ops game. People can play Battle Royale games without Black Ops. You got Fortnite. You got this. You got PUBG. You got um, H1Z1. You got what? Uh, you got all these other battle royales out there that they can play. But but Call of Duty was a mainstay for aggressive, competitive online play. Zombies. You know the the beginning of the zombie of the zombie fr- uh, 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 craze of yeah. online. You know, and then you had. Uh, another branch off of a one player of a one player campaign story. Yeah. Whether it was seven to ten hours or even fifteen hours, mm-hmm. it was it, it it was appealing to to others. It was something else. It was another piece of the gut that you enjoyed to play. 
because you can't, you know, Fortnite doesn't really have a one player campaign. Yeah. You know, H1Z1 doesn't, PUBG doesn't, all these other battle royales do not. Mm-hmm. You know, Call of Duty did. And then you took that away. Now they're trying to fill in the void of these other down- downloadable content yeah. expansions. Yeah. So. Man, Bolt's bringing in that passion. Bringing in that passion. Um, you know, Bolt's. It was kind of like a mixed thing, man. Like you're like on the fence about it all. Like you know that it's going to be, it's always going to be popular, but at the same time, you know that it is getting stale. Correct. Uh, I, I I don't. I I play it all the time. But I'm talking about the the formula of Call of Duty. I mean, you know, it's like Madden, dude. Like yes, you play Madden because it's the only. You play Madden because it's the only football game, but that's also kind of like Call of Duty. To be honest, like Call of Duty is the Madden of shooters. You know, we kind of know what we're gonna get. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I will say, and Bolts will 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 fully admit, Call of Duty World War II was one of the best fucking Call of Duty games ever made. Do you agree? Oh yeah, uh, it was fucking amazing, right? I mean, you and me, how many how many hours do you think that we spent? playing that game oh many bro so many so i mean many. there would be sometimes me and bolts would just sit there and play multiplayer for like eight hours oh at yeah a time. yeah um it was such a great fucking game but they changed things so with this they changed it in the aspect of like going way too far in the future which i love blackouts uh, blackouts black ops 4 but i just think I don't know. I think there's there's possibility that I mean you're going to end up eventually running out of shit. You know what I'm saying? No, I absolutely agree. So I don't know, man. I am worried about the Call of Duty series, but you know I myself am going to try the Hot Pursuit mode for Blackout. I'm going to do some other stuff as well. Uh, we got a lot of stuff uh, lined out um, over the next couple of months. We're going to have the Road to E3. We'll be coming back to Centrelinks. Also, me and Bolts are going to be doing some more um, articles. We're going to be doing some more video content as well. Um, and hopefully we'll be able to do some opinionated like videos of us just playing some games and kind of talking about said game or whatever. Um, but with that being said, let's go ahead and move down into shout outs. My boy Bolts, shout outs. Shout outs to you. No, um, you and your fucking singing. What? Do my singing alone? It's not great, but it's beautiful at the same time. It is time. amazing. It's like an ugly, pretty person, you know. Or it's like eating a whole tub of butter. I just I mean, do, it tastes I, good. I, my my sphincter. It tastes does good, but I, you know it's what? horrible. Stop, bro! I can't let. Um, <laughs> shout outs, shout outs, man. You know what? It's. Shoutouts are the hardest thing in the world to say. Because, Why? Because I mean, because I can sit here and be generic and be like, "Shout out to everybody! Thank you, buddy, for listening, tuning in every week and every day, and blah 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 blah." Oh, I almost died right there. Did yeah, you see that? maybe you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I almost cut off my dank. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's it's the truth, man. We, we 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 do this for y'all. We do this for the for the for the people that listen. Um, you know, we're passionate. Y'all are passionate. Caleb's passionate. Mar's really passionate about screaming. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, it's 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 a, a weekend and a week out. I I constantly say thank you for listening, for tuning in, and that's the damn truth. Uh, without y'all, it's not possible. It's 
really um, it's a hundred percent true. Uh, without right, you guys, no shout out y'all. Good night, deuces. Without you guys, <laughs> er, uh, you know we wouldn't be able to do it. So of course, but hey, hey, he just just let you know he's not being sincere because he's taking what I said and he's running with it. So yeah. what I said is sincere. He's just he don't know what to say. Yeah, know? sure. Um, no, on the real, uh, I just love you guys so much. And I appreciate everything you guys do, all the listeners. I got to give big shout-outs to my boy TJ. Got to give shout-outs to all these people that have always supported me, you know, like TJ Bolts, uh, Dara, Matt, uh, and Jordan from Cinelinks. Also, shout-outs to Jen and Jeremy. I mean, you guys have just always been there for me. Isn't I love you so cream? much. Yes, no, Jen and Jeremy. No, no. <laughs> You know what? They probably wouldn't make an ice cream. They would probably end up, both of them would probably make their own fucking, like, vodka or some type of cigar. Jen and Jeremy cigar. I'd smoke that. And I don't smoke. <laughs> Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. I just popped up in my, <laughs> I just popped in my head. I can see that being a commercial where it was like, Jen and Jeremy's tobacco. Stick that in your fucking pipe and smoke it. Uh, it's like some like hey <laughs> hey hey no hey we copyrighted that so no one take it yeah shit I'm pretty sure that's a commercial um, I got a knife that <laughs> 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 fucking gift anyways so just shout outs to you guys also shout outs to Andre uh, Tipton from Real Talk of Gamer shout outs to Andrew aka Uriah um, from the show radio shout outs to Everybody, man, I mean, there's so many fucking people. Charles from the Game Fanatics, Hip Hop Gamer. Dude, dude, we just won the Oscar, so we're gonna just everybody, bro. Yeah, I love all my all my friends and family so much. So just thank you guys. Shout he loves out me the to most. the biggest, the two biggest people. Okay, my dad, and of course my wife. The it's so crazy. It's hard for me. <laughs> Bolts is like you fucking bitch you know obviously shout outs to Bolts I mean that goes unsaid but shout outs are you know are, are like what Bolts said are a little hard but I mean really thinking that my son is going to be here any day and that my wife is just I mean she's such a fucking amazing person dude. You, you say she, that your son's going to be here any day and she walks through the doors like hey bro she's like hey bro we gotta go edit the fucking podcast later Anyways, I love you guys so much. Damn, we're moving on like a two-hour podcast. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Make sure to check us out at for some of the latest and greatest geek news, movie news, and gaming news. Shout-outs to my boys out there. Grinding. TJ, aka t Peace. Peace.